welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Let's begin. We begun. We begun. Can you feel it? Can you feel us Can beginning? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? That's not the song we're talking about today. No, it, that's, that's too scary for yeah, this podcast. That is too, that's that's too sinister, especially with the... The, you the know, allegations. The, kind of adverts. the allegations. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Yeah, let's not go. Litigation is scary. Yeah, so we only talk about paranormal stuff, not actual real life horror. No, no, no. <laughs> let's keep it lighthearted. Yeah. Just lots of murder and ghosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Murder and ghosts. Um, hope everyone's well. Are you well, Vincent? I am well. Yeah. Are you? I, I think so. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. We, we definitely feel more well than we've been most of this weekend. So we're yes. doing well. Yeah. Um, well, you know. So, yeah. We shouldn't have gone out and socialised and enjoy ourselves. Oh, how Dare we have socialised, you're right. I know. Awful people. Awful, terrible people. (laughs) I feel so bad. (laughs) And I'm over it all of a sudden. So, um, we are back to a song episode. Songs! Oh, I thought you were going to, like, continue. Uh, Um, I I, I, I wasn't sure. I don't don't know if I should make one up. I was just going to see if my brain was going to start and then carry on a piece of music with the word song in it, and then it just went, nope. Okay. Well, that was an (laughs) anticlimax. Yeah, it was a bit. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm also aware, like, I've just taken my makeup off and um, with this... You're shiny. Nice, yeah, and uh, it's actually, like, gone in my eyes. Oh, dear. I, um, I can't see very well, but... Do you want know, to stop doing... and go wipe your no, face? No, no, It's all right. It's kind of clearing. It's fine. Okay. Um... So if you're sobbing, that's <laughs> yes. what's happening. Yes. I'm really interested in this, but... <laughs> <laughs> this song's so yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't hurt. It's just, like, misty. Anyway. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Anyway, ignore me. Um... So what song are we looking at, Vincent? We are going to take a look at... We're going to look at Ghost Riders in the Sky. Sorry, that was my fingers clicking. I hope you couldn't hear it. (laughs) It was a sound effect. Yeah, I should have made it like a a, a vibra slap. (laughs) So Ghost Riders in the Sky, probably most famously by Johnny Cash, although he wasn't the original artist. No, he was not. Um, It's it's the version that certainly, I guess, this side of the Atlantic, we kind of know that one. So would you agree it's... it's, um, The song is a story of an old cowboy who goes out riding and he's sort of accosted by um, the devil's herd, basically, in the sky. So uh, he's... he's... Rather than accosted, I'd say tormented. Yeah, tormented. So basically a load of of dead cowboys ride out over... Demons. Demons ride over the top of him and basically give him a warning. A bit like in Muppet Christmas Carol or Christmas Carol, you know, like, mend your ways, cowboy, that kind of... Or with us you will ride. Yes, Cowboys that's your ways I'm today. still not quite sure how the Muppets have played into that aspect of it, but I'm glad you've managed to work them in. Well, you know. The Muppets should be in most things. Cowboy, change your ways today or with us. We can't we can't record the song, obviously, ourselves because it, was, it would uh, it's break owned. copyright law. It's owned. Um, so we'll have to play snippets, maybe, or just quote bits from it. But yeah, Cowboy, change your ways today. You're with us. You will ride. So basically, it's a warning song. It is. It's a sort of monstrous happening yeah. and it is, it's is—it's nice and sinister, isn't it? And the first time I ever heard this song was in the Blues Brothers 2000. I'd never heard it before. I didn't know it was <laughs> by Johnny Cash or anything like that. So unfortunately, every time I think of this song, I think of Dan Aykroyd singing it in a ridiculously low key. <laughs> oh, God, boy, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, but their version changes each each, time, it does, each, it gets, each verse goes up a semitone. So like it gets less weird. And then to make it even it weird again. even more ridiculous, the the Blues Brothers band are playing this song and then for some reason they CGI in the yeah. devil's herd over the top of the stage. Which well, and no one no one bats an eyelid. Yeah, everyone Absolutely. everyone in that scene is just just kind of cool. Like, oh yeah, that's that's what usually happens. Yeah. Bluegrass. Riders. 
Um, yeah, so if you've not, I mean, I'm sure most music fans will have seen the Blues Brothers film. I mean, I think Blues most Brothers, people have seen Blues Brothers. Yeah. Blues Brothers 2000, you're right. It's, it's not, not as good, but it's worth a watch. Yes, anyway, that's where I first yeah, heard this right. song. Did you Did you know the Johnny Cash version first? Or? Um, I mean, I may have heard it. I don't know it. Yeah. I didn't know it before that. I, I heard it mostly in the film as well. Yeah. And I saw it, we saw it at the cinema. Because then cool. Um, and yeah, I know other people have done it, but it's definitely the prominent version is Johnny Cash. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. So uh, I've got some facts about this song before we sort of go into some I details. Think, I think we should. Um, first released by Stan Jones on the 5th of June, 1948. So originally by a guy called Stan Jones. And released by Johnny Cash on his album Silver in 1979. Also featured in the Blues Brothers 2000. Known as Ghost Riders and the Cowboy Legend also. So uh, the story, uh, the song tells the story of a cowboy who has a rather terrifying vision of red-eyed steel-hooved cattle thundering through the sky. They are being ridden by the spirits of damned cowboys. One ghostly rider stops to warn the cowboy, Cowboy, change your ways today or with us you will ride. Try to catch the devil's herd across the endless sky. <laughs> so you don't even need to pay this. Oh, you can tell we we can tell we're a fan of this song. Um, so it's yeah, it's uh, what, what do you know about the background of this song? Basically? What do I know about it? Yeah. I know that very little. I know like uh, I, think, I mean I saw a list of artists who've covered it, but yes, yeah. you always get those kind of lists. And generally, you think I've never heard that person do it. Never heard that person. A couple of them I looked up and thought, huh. I just don't. I didn't know the other artists. Uh, country music doesn't play that big a no. part in the world here, no. does it? No, it doesn't. Not so, really. They're people that generally we haven't heard of unless you're kind of unless in that world. Unless it's Donny Cash or Dolly Parton, we probably won't have heard of them. Um, apparently Bing Crosby also covered it. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> um, and if it, oh, a band called The Outlaws. I mean, that sounds like a cool name. Peggy Lee, apparently. Really? Yeah, apparently. I imagine that sounds pretty cool. Um, so I've got, so the original songwriter stated that he'd been told this kind of folklore story when he was about 12 by um, an elderly uh, Native American gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, so he kind of it kind of stayed with him throughout you know his entire life until he kind of wrote wrote the song about this story he heard when he was a kid. Um, so that's that's interesting. It is. I actually have that original myth. Oh yeah. If we want to go into that, or do you want to do that later? No, I do. I would just like to point out one thing though, right? So okay, do after, pointing after, pointing after, time. So um, after he'd written the song, um, the uh, obviously he wrote the lyrics, and then he the tune of the song was inspired uh, by a song called um, it's an old American Civil War song called "When Johnny Comes Marching Home." But it's not those lyrics. <laughs> yeah, of course. But obviously, what made me laugh was that this song, this Civil War song, it's all about you know being manly and going to war and being a you know being a soldier and a hero. Get shot at. Yeah, yeah. basically. <laughs> um, but there is a there is a lyric that goes when Johnny comes marching home. We'll all feel gay when Johnny comes marching home, and it's there's so many Lovely. lyrics in there like that, which just wouldn't stand up now. Basically, no, it's just a different time. That's all. Yeah. Different use of language. But I enjoyed that because I watched the YouTube video and it was all these m- men being very manly and all singing "We'll all feel gay when Johnny comes marching home." So I was like, it oh, works on many you. levels. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, exactly. So, so this is okay. your story, and I'm going to. This is the original. I'm going myth. to read. This is the original myth. Are you ready? Yes. It began like any other cattle drive should back in the fall of 1889. The weather had been less than cooperative. 
The cowboys were worn to a frazzle and the herd had been restless the entire trip. Late one night, they began climbing the slope to the top of the range near some water and a storm began brewing. They planned to set up camp over the ridge of the water. Sawyer, the trail boss, rode ahead to check out the surroundings and look out for the Indians. He was shocked to see a brand new homestead perched right on top of the hill. He'd taken this route hundreds of times without incident, but now this was blocking his entire herd from crossing. It would take hours to go around it. Sawyer became infuriated. Without explanation, he shouted and cursed and then waved a blanket high in the air to create a stampede. The nervous cattle scattered. Horses, some with riders, some without, began running with all their might. His men obediently followed behind. Sawyer was screaming, whipping at the animals, as lightning bolts began flashing through the sky. Loud thunder and dark skies made the terrified herd keep running, until they ran off several cliffs nearby to their death. Horses holding the cowherds followed behind. Near dawn, Sawyer began surveying the devastation damaged he'd caused. Below were nearly 700 dead, lifeless cowpokes and their horses scattered around them. With no remorse in his soul, he ordered what was left of his hired help to round up the remaining 300 cattle and hit the trail again. What a lovely bloke. Yeah, he's a winner. When the drive ended, it said that he never worked again. Well, damn right. Mm -hmm. No one would work for him, and try as he might, not a soul would hire him, even for menial tasks. Folks in that area turned their backs on him, and took and he took comfort in liquor. He was never seen again. The following season, another trail boss and his men bedded down their herd on top of the same mesa. The skies were perfectly clear. In the early hours of the morning, for no apparent reason, the herd charged. Again, most of them and four other cowboys riding horses fell down the cliffs and to their death. Unlike Sawyer, this trail boss was overcome with guilt and grief. He too turned to the bottle and was never heard from again. Several more attempts by other outfits, which balked at the previous stories, ended up with the same results. Word spread and everyone believed that evil was perched on top of the stampede messer. All cattle drives from then on avoided that part of Texas. Only lone horsemen and curiosity seekers pass through now. Stories of ghostly counterparts up in the sky have witnessed, along with claims of blood-curdling screams and the sounds of angry hooves and of phantom longhorns. People still swear today to the haunting in that part of the Texas sky. This particular legend inspired songwriter Stan Jones to write a certain song, which yes. I think we know. I think we do. Yeah, so that's the legend. And that, that's really interesting. I, I I didn't actually, randomly, I didn't come across that at all in my research. Yeah, it's it's a strange one, isn't it? I and mean, I'm sure we won't get this every time. No. But yeah, this is, this is the story he was told, or a yeah. similar version to what he was told, and he wrote the song based on this. Yeah. But as I, said, I know you found out, this is basically an echo of a previous set of stories. Yes. There's a this is a long story tradition. You know how stories just change well, yeah, place. Folk, folk traditions, folk it is. same with songs. They change and evolve. They and, do. Um, so I found a load of stuff about um, European stories. So um, this story, this song, can also be linked to the European myth of the wild hunt and the Dutch slash Flemish legend of the buck riders. Okay, so yeah. let's uh, let's hear about the buck riders. 
Are you ready to hear about the Buck Riders? You can tell instantly why they changed it from Buck Riders to Ghost Riders. It's a bit more catchy. Yeah. <laughs> Buck Riders in the sky. So, are you ready to hear about the Buck Riders? I think we should hear about the Buck Riders. Here we go. When you think about it, the existence of folklore can simply be put down to fear. In medieval times, tragedies such as plague or drought or famine could wipe out an entire village. To make sense of these awful things, it was easy to blame witchcraft, to assume that some kind of black magic was at work, because people didn't understand things back then, so to make sense of it and try to cope mentally with it, they would blame witchcraft. This is what humans do and they're very good at it. In the Netherlands and Belgium, tales were passed around of demons that rode goats through the night sky. Goats, not cows. (laughs) plundering and terrifying local families while witches and fairies have become part of really simply just fairy tale the buck riders were quite real and this is a a tale of true life and folklore blending together and so completely that we're not actually sure where one begins and one ends even better tasty areas exactly the Buck Riders are now a celebrated part of folklore in the Netherlands and Belgium, but their history is bloody and not for the faint-hearted. So just a quick uh, trigger warning. There is talk here of murder. It's pretty gory, pretty violent, and people being tortured. So if that's not your thing, do switch off, okay? Just, just I'm not going to switch off. I know you're... Well, it'd be a bit weird if you just like switched it really off would, the recording yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is pretty intense, okay? So just, just a warning. In the 18th century, southern parts of the Netherlands, Belgium, and even a smaller part of Germany were plagued by a gang of robbers who called themselves the Buck Riders. So, in reality, these were people who had made so-called a pact with the devil and then rode through the sky on winged goats. As you will know, the riding or worshipping of a goat is associated with the devil and has been for centuries. Mm -hmm. So, in all likelihood, these were just robbers. Okay, but, you know, a legend just started to build around them. Those who worshipped the devil were able to make the goat fly by whispering these words into its ear. Ready? Are you going to try this at, like, the local petting zoo? Across houses, across gardens, across stakes, and even across Cologne, into the wine cellar. (laughs) I like that they have focused there. Yeah. The last line, into the wine cellar. Into the wine cellar. You know what? I like these guys. These buck riders would then fly to the Moorhader Forest, a forest specially chosen to dance to, with the devil in. Okay. I'm guessing it sounds like clothing optional, as these kind of stories are yeah, often probably. that kind of... Well, again, it's, it's so sort of tied in with witchcraft here, isn't it? Mm, you know? Yes. Um, but these were real men. They just had a legend kind of wrapped yeah, around yeah. them. Uh, so the name Buck Rider was first written down by Johann von Mason. Um, and in a letter, he threatens a farmer, warning him that he and his gang, the Buck Riders, will burn down his farm to the ground unless he is paid the money that he is owed. It is safe to say that people knew of the Buck Riders and were very afraid of them. A group of men, usually with eight to ten members, would enter homes, churches and farms and terrorise anyone that they met within. They would terrorise them into telling them where the valuables were kept. The riders would threaten their victims with the most horrific torture. Indeed, they were known to burn people's faces, the soles of their feet, and sometimes even their private parts. They were also known to tie the hands and feet of the victims and throw them into the darkness of the cellar. These evil deeds were handsomely rewarded with the spoils of money, jewellery and clothing. 
As these, as these thieves claimed to be from the devil himself, the authorities began to act as ruthless and as relentless as the buck riders themselves. However, there was a problem. In a day-to-day -day life, how would you even tell if someone was a buck rider? After all, whenever they struck, it was always in the middle of the night, and these men always covered their faces, sometimes even painting themselves completely black. It was decided then that anyone could be a buck rider, just as anyone could be a witch. And they all, after all, again, they all belong, belong to the same ungodly group of people. Therefore, they deserve the same trial and punishment. Ah, okay. So this is where it gets just, I mean, obviously there were men doing these awful yes. things, but now they've been tied up with a paranormal sort of group of people. Like witchcraft, undesirables. Yeah. So it was very simple. All that needed to happen was a whisper, say so-and-so might be a buck rider, or a casual comment that a neighbour had seen a Mr. Whoever riding through the sky on a goat, and then that person would be arrested. Seems fair, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a fair cop. Again, like witchcraft, you know, you'd hear people saying, I saw so-and-so talking to a, a horse, or, you know, yes. uh, dancing with uh, dancing naked in the woods, and that must mean they're an evil witch. You know, it's the same sort of thing. Um, so these people would then be tortured in the hope that they would start to give up names of fellow gang members. It's very likely that this method was pretty ineffective and innocent people suffered and the real robbers were free to do as they pleased. It's a really good smokescreen. Yeah, I mean, all they're doing is killing innocent people. Those who were convicted were sure to meet a gruesome end. This included breaking on the wheel, quartering, strangulation, decapitation and most often they were hanged breaking on the wheel so it's being strapped to a wheel and basically being beaten whilst being kind of turned round and round and round because you know remember people didn't have tv back then yeah so they had to get their entertainment from somewhere mm. of course the execution of a buck rider didn't just affect him entire families were destroyed as a result some were banished and others plunged into poverty in one case there was a family named aritz the mother Mary, the father McKeel, and sons Kravis and Derek were all arrested. Don't laugh. I'm not laughing. <laughs> Don't, I'm sorry for derailing things. <laughs> we're not Please get back we to the go, We won't go into it, but we've, we've got a, a, a personal joke with the name Derek, but yeah. <laughs> he might even listen to this. Hi, Derek. <laughs> McKeel was suspected of being a buck rider. And it was also deemed suspicious that earlier that year, their daughter Christine had died of an abortion that had gone wrong. So naturally, that means they're all, you know, in pact with the devil. Oh, yeah. Uh, McKeel was found guilty and therefore the entire family was executed. The following description of this, this is a following description of the execution. And yeah, be warned, it's pretty gruesome. So if you're eating, you might not want to yeah. turn off. No, 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 like, you know, swallow now and put the fork down. Okay. The family Aritz was heavily blamed for the possible child murder. McKeel and Crevice were the first half-strangled and half-burned, after which they were decapitated. Their body parts were put on display on the spinning wheel. Mary Aritz was first punished by having one of her hands hacked off, after which she was strangled and decapitated. Her body too was put on the display wheel. As for Derek, his right hand was burnt and then cut off. A burning set of tweezers was used to cut off one of his nipples. <sighs> he was then decapitated and placed on the burning wheel. So they all ended Very up... Very thorough. Falling. Yeah. Given... Mm. Sort of tweet... Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um, 
So the last recorded execution of a buck rider was in 1777 on the 6th of May. The unfortunate man was known as Cross-Eyed um, Hensey. In total, it's thought that 468 men were found guilty of being a buck rider. Although the history of buck riders is horrifying and gruesome, they have since gained an almost Robin Hood-like status. It has inspired countless books, music, paintings and music and movies. Sorry, There's even a festival held each year uh, where you can enjoy a buck beer. Isn't it so strange how, yeah. how culture, popular culture can turn things around yeah. like this? And, you know, it goes on to make the point that it's weird that people use folklore to use an excuse to torture people like witches. Yeah. Apparently there were we- a case of werewolves in Germany. Yes. Um, that we've got, we've covered vampires, you know, Mercy Brown um, was, uh, ugh, they use a, the vampire excuse to dig up, um, dig up people from the ground and to take their heart out because they thought that this person was um, a vampire. So to remove the heart, yes, you know, yeah, there's many like examples that. of this yeah. kind of behavior. Um, Basically, if 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 someone is behaving in a way you don't want them to behave, they are punished. It's, it's this is very similar to witchcraft. It is basically. Yes, I would love to know who decided that these gangs of robbers were riding goats through the sky, but I'm guessing the robbers once they'd got wind of this legend, they completely ran with it and was oh, like, "Why would yep. you not?" I mean, this this gives you this gives everyone so paranoid attacking each other. Yeah, that you can just. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, I, I saw. Yeah, you could, literally the the lead member of the Buck Christ be like, "Oh yeah, I saw Mister So and So on his yeah. demon goat last night. Go arrest him and torture him." Absolutely, it's it's crazy, isn't it? Um, so obviously, in the song uh, "Ghost Riders," they don't they wrote they they do ride horses, don't they? They don't ride goats. Well, it got transplanted to Texas, which is all very cowboy. cows and, yeah. and yeah, no, yeah. That, that's fair enough. But it's the same. I kind like the of... idea of a demon goat, though, ghostly goat. <laughs> Maybe we should try and find some more stories of ghostly goats. Maybe we should. I mean, should we know, just call this the goat gig? The goat gig. <laughs> oh my god, yes, <laughs> the goat gig. <laughs> Although I, I would say, watch a band called the Goat Gig. On on another completely random note, when I was at band rehearsal the other day, we were we were doing um let's dance by David Bowie, and yeah. I thought the name, the podcast name, the Serious Moonlight. I was like, oh my god, that is a good that's title. Such a cool name, the, the Serious Moonlight. Anyway, with the Ghost Gig or the Goat Gig. Um, <laughs> so lastly, goat for you. <laughs> anyway. So I've got a little bit here about the Wild Hunt, which is another inspiration behind the song or, you know, behind the folklore. Yes. Yeah. And this comes from Nordic mythology. So this is, this is quite a broad yeah, area in take, isn't it? Like, so yeah. This is, a very, this is probably the direct way that it came to the, to America. Yeah, so this is a very, like, broad, broad kind of just description. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wild Hunt typically involves um, a chase led by a mythological figure escorted by a ghostly or supernatural group of hunters engaged in pursuit. This already sounds a lot closer to what we hear in the song. Yeah. This is... uh, Yeah. Yeah. If you find yourself alone late in the forest at night and the trees are silent, it's best to get down to the ground. Get as low as you can, for it's likely that the ghoulish horses could be flying high above you. These spectral riders are led by the god Odin and his hosts of giants, valkyries, fallen heroes, wolves, ravens, and maybe even other gods of the Norse. In times of change, they ride from Asgard, which is that version of Nordic heaven, basically. For generation, the stories of these nighttime riders are told. 
If you are to see the wild hunt, it could mean that war is on the horizon or that great disaster is about to occur in the very place that you live. People historically always seem to say similar things about eclipses as well, didn't they? Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It was, it was one of the things people would get very, very scared about if there was an eclipse because, of course, they didn't know it was going to happen. No, I And then suppose. the sun disappears. Yeah. terrifying. Makes sense. Anyway, I was just, yeah. sorry, just drawing a random comparison there. Yeah, no, you're right. Things if in you the didn't, sky if you didn't know an eclipse, drawing across. If you didn't know an eclipse was coming, that'd be fucking terrifying. It really would, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, however, the, the great god Odin is known to take his hosts out during holy tides, too. So things like during Yule, he's saying to take his riders out to seek out food for the great feast at the halls of Asgard. Oh, the animal him. Yeah. The path that the hunt takes has been set in stone long before our own towns and cities were built. So take care not to build your home within the path of the stampede, or it'll be torn down should you get in their way. Wow. How would you know? <laughs> How would you know where? Because lots of cows and things run through your house. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it'd be, be like what Jumanji. In Texas. Yeah, or, or I'm picturing, you know, that bit in Jumanji. When okay. All the animals I mean, we were, just... we were going sort of, you know, quite highbrow sort of, and, yeah. then, and then Jumanji. Yeah, all right. Don't you diss Jumanji? I'm not dissing Jumanji. So, if you find yourself alone on a dark, clear night, you should have two things with you. If you encounter a man in a wide-brimmed hat, make sure you have a piece of metal to offer to his feet. This man is really the great god, Odin. And, if you meet one of his wolves, be sure to have a piece of bread to hand to throw. Bread? That's what it says. Wow. Then run away as fast as you can. I really wasn't expecting that. And don't yell Jumanji. No. Then run. The wild hunt is not out to get you, but it will get you if it's you stand in its way. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. You're not the prey, but if you're in the way. Yeah. So be warned. Mm. <laughs> and that's everything I have. Yeah, no, I mean, no. That's there was because so, they're just low tier, isn't there? There was so... We could do another episode on this. We won't. No. But... <laughs> well, maybe in the future, but there, there was so much stuff behind this song, honestly. Um, as I said, we can't, for copyright reasons, we can't play the full song on here. But if you don't, I'm sure you do know, but if you don't know, go and have a listen. It's a brilliant song, isn't it? It is. It's it so is. much fun. Um, obviously, the Johnny Cash version is the most well known. Give the Blues Brothers a listen. It's good fun. It actually give is. it a good, give yeah. it a YouTube. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's Rawhide. That's in the first film. I think they have it in, but wait, places <laughs> Rawhide. I think they're still cow whipping and calf I'm guessing, noises in it. The one thing I couldn't find is I'm guessing it's just a cowboy called it Yippee Yay Yippee yeah, It is. So it's just just a cowboy thing. That I think it? it's how they. Is it how they communicated across the vast savannas and things? Because you have to make your voice carry. I yeah, thought that I was kind of what I was related to. Yeah, probably. I've not, I'm not basing like, that on any kind of knowledge, but I feel like that's kind of what it would I, be doing. Right, and it's a bit like yodeling over the mountain yeah, in a way, exactly. isn't it? Yodling. Again, Germanic. Yeah. You've got the, the kind of European yeah. technique here. Yeah. But yeah, yes. we could easily do another episode on this song, which maybe we will do. But it's really good when you discover this service level. It's a pop song yeah. from... You know, a few decades back, and it's a rich scene underneath yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed when we did She Moved Through the Fair. It was nice, mm. and we had a nice Irish ghost story, but there was so little about that song. This was like, but also, a I mean, you know, that's going to have a long history, but also it's, 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 so it's, it's a lot more upfront yeah. about what it is. Well, it was this so, song is a pop song, yeah, essentially. She, she Moved Through the Fair is, is so old that I think, you know, it wasn't like really clear where it came from or mm. what, you know, what, anyway. So, this is, yeah, this was so much fun to, um, and I think we we did try and sing it once, didn't we? Um, together. Oh, did we, we did. It? One we, Halloween. We did. we did. Yeah. There may be a video somewhere. There may be a video somewhere. Oh dear. Yeah. That's I a think, scary I think thought, I was isn't it? I dressed as Anne Boleyn, and you were dressed as a scary clown. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> as you do. Um, as yeah, we, we did. should we should revive that if we can. 
And we'll be back in two weeks with our film review. Um, yes, listen out for that. Tunes. Um, yeah. So, uh, as usual, you can. He's he's giving you a thumbs up that you can't see him. Um, <laughs> I just want to support everyone. Yay. You good could, job. Good job. Oh, don't. It sounds very American. Sorry, we have American <laughs> listeners, but yeah. Nice work. <laughs> that weird. I no. <laughs> no one says that. No, they really don't. Um you can contact us um, as ever on uh, Instagram. Proper job. Proper job. That's a proper job. It's also a good beer. It's also a good beer. That's my favorite. You don't like beer. That's I proper like job beer. smells good. Yeah. Well, I drank too much of it on Friday, which is why I've had a headache all it's weekend. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. So give us a message if you'd like to get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. Um, and you can email us at email us at ghostgiguk at gmail dot com. That is ghostgiguk at gmail dot com. Um, if you have any real life personal ghost stories of your own and you'd like to share on the podcast, please write them in. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, please absolutely. get in touch. Just Please say hi. We know people listen, but we just don't hear from them. I can see people <laughs> listen. They just don't speak to us. That's okay. You shouldn't take it personally. Please speak to us. <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> Are you done begging for attention I'm now? I'm a, yeah. Look, I'm okay. I'm a female bride to be. I want attention from yeah, everyone. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, you should have known that when you proposed to me. That's true. Right. I, I had a inkling. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yes. And we'll be back in two weeks. We shall. Take care. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye.